Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Let's continue with Dante's Paradiso, Canto 21. Now my eyes were once more fixed on the visage of my lady, and with them my soul was withdrawn from every other intention. And she did not smile, but she commenced. Should I smile, you would be made as semele was when turned to cinders. For my beauty, which is the more inflamed, the more we ascend the stairs of the eternal palace, as you've seen, were it not tempered, would be so splendid that your mortal power at its refulgence would be a frond that thunder scorches. We've been elevated to the seventh splendor, which below the breast of the ardent lion, mixed with his power, arrays the world below. Fix your mind behind your eyes, and make of them mirrors for the figure which will appear to you in this mirror. He who understands the pasture of my sight in that blessed aspect, when I was moved to other cares, could know what a pleasure it was for me to obey my celestial escort, weighing the one with the other side. Within the crystal that bears the name, circling the world, of its dear leader below whom all malice lay dead, I saw a ladder of the color of gold array illuminates, erected on such a height that my light could not follow it. I saw, too, such splendors descend its steps that I thought that every light that appears in heaven had been diffused there. And as by their natural custom, the crows move together at commencement of day to warm their frigid plumes. Then others soar away without return, others wheel about to where they'd moved off, and others turn above throughout the day. Just such modes appeared to me there in that sparkling which advanced together, just as it had struck a certain step. And that which held itself nearest us made itself so clear that I said, pondering, Well do I see the love that you show me, but she in whom I await the how and the when to speak and to keep quiet stays thus. Thus I, counter to desire, do well demanding nothing. At which she, who saw my silence in the sight of him who sees all, said to me, Resolve your ardent desire. And I commenced. My merit doesn't make me worthy of your response, but for her who concedes me my request, blessed life who stand obscured within your own elation, give me to know the cause that has set you so near to me, and say why the sweet symphony of paradise is silent in this wheel, while below through the others it sounds so devoutly. You have the mortal hearing as much as the vision, he responded to me, so that here none sing, just as Beatrice has no smile. I have descended so far down the steps of the sacred stair solely to make you rejoice with speech and with the light that mantles me. No more love made me more swift, for as much love and more flames there above, just as the flaming makes manifest. But the lofty love that makes us promptly serve the counsel that governs the world orders us here just as you observe. Well do I see, I said, sacred lantern, how in this court freely given love suffices to follow the eternal providence. But this is what seems to me hard to discern, why you alone were predestined for this office among your consorts. Nor had I come to the last word before the light made a center of its midst, whirling about itself as a swift mill. Then the love that was within replied, Divine light appoints me above, penetrating this in which I am wound, 
which power, conjoined with my vision, so lifts me above myself that I see the supreme essence from which it pours. Thence comes the happiness I flame forth, such that in my vision, clear as it is, I equal the clarity of the flame. But that brightest soul in heaven, that seraph who holds his eye most fixed on God, could not satisfy your question. For that you ask is so far on in the abyss of the eternal statute that it's cut off from all created vision. And to the mortal world, when you enter it again, bear this back, such that it not presume to move its feet further to such a sign. The mind, here luminous, moves in fumes on earth. So consider how it can do there below that which it can't once assume to heaven. His words so prescribed me that I left the question and withdrew to ask him humbly who he was. Between the two beaches of Italy surge stones, and not too distant from your fatherland, such that thunder sounds below them, and they make a ridge that's called Katria, below which is a consecrated hermitage, which used to be disposed to praise above. Thus his third sermon began, and then, continuing, he said, There I was made so firm in the service of God that with foods of olive oil only I lightly passed through heat and chill, content in contemplative prayer. That cloister used to render up fruitfully to these heavens, and now it works in vanity, such that it must soon be unveiled. In that place I was Peter Damien, and I was Peter the sinner in the house of Our Lady on the Adriatic coast. Little mortal life remained to me when I was selected and dragged to that cap, now simply passed from bad to worse. Kephas came, and there came the great vessel of the Holy Spirit, meager and discolored, begging their food from any hostel. Now our modern shepherds are so fat that they want one here and one there to hold them up, and one who will lead and one who will lift from behind. They cover their mounts and their mantles such that two beasts go below one pelt. O patience, how very much you sustain. At this voice I saw more flames descend and wheel from step to step, and each wheeling was more lovely. They came and fixed themselves around this one, and blared a cry of so deep a sound that none here can be called similar, nor could I comprehend it, so did its tone overcome me. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Paradiso, Canto 22.